Okay, hold up. Let me get this up. Let me get this up. You feel me? Episode 98. God damn, we two away from 100, y'all. Yes, sir. Episode 98 on the way. Feeling good, feeling better. Shout out to Wave OG, man. He been telling me that, man. Talk to me nice, don't talk to me twice, man. Ever since I heard that, game changer. I gotta tell you that. Yeah, man. Just gotta get this going, man. Let's get this going. Let's get this going, man. Let's get it. 98 on the way. Last week, Swiss Beats Showtime. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Feeling good. This may sound familiar. Yeah, I thought about this. Yeah, my little bag. The video is fire, too. Yeah, we need a crazy gunshot, bro. <laughs> You know, let them know, like, we ain't love, but we not so. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Get that going. Yup. Just know this is on my next playlist, by the way. I make playlists. This is on there. Track three. <laughs> Out of a 15 track effort. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. I gotta give you another one. I like it. Hint, hint, for if you're digging this record. And rightfully so. Because we're going to have a fun talk. We're going to have a fun talk. Mm. I can't cut it off right before that. I can't. <laughs> I'm on that, you And hit it. My transition. My transition. My transition. <laughs> <laughs> My transition's getting better, y'all. This is my favorite record, by the way, Wills. From the project. From the project. That and the fab record. Fab record is No. This record is No. No. Okay. <laughs> Don't do that, Wills. Don't do that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. No, I'm ready to get to that now. <laughs> Folks, what is going on? Welcome to episode 98 of the Foresight Podcast. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your boy Wills. It's A Kizzle. A to the Kizzle. A to the Z, Z, L to the E. I promise you, I'm going to make that stick. <laughs> we are recording this on Saturday, November 16th, 2019. We hope all is well with you guys, man. If you're not following us on social media, please do so at Foresight Pod. Make sure you're listening to us, watching us, or simply put, streaming us on all platforms available Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you're a first time listener, multi time listener, or better yet, a last time listener thank you either way fellas how are we feeling for this week it was cold as a mug last time listeners is for the people that listen and don't want to listen no more yeah gotta give them a shout out too 
They still a number. They're all right. <laughs> but hey. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're reading our articles on medium.com. Medium.com slash at Foresight Rights. The boys been cooking up. Latest interviews, latest recaps. We have another article coming out this week. Now, fellas, how are we feeling? What's happening here? Oh, it was good. Better than last week. Yeah, that's <laughs> last week you was going through it. You you used a big Sean lyric in order to tell us your comeback. I was like, yeah. And that's how you feel. That's rough. Because I'm a big Sean hater. Not really a hater, but you know what I mean. But uh, now you're a hater. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, no, this week's been good. Um, nah, there's a lot better week. A uh, lot in a much better space, much better energy. Um, the music this week has been dope. So I think that kind of like yeah, picked it back up. Picked it back up. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's been pretty cool. School shit as usual, you know. We're almost done, right? Yeah, almost done almost out of here. Thank God. Out of here. Thank God. Wills, what about Still you? Man? Last um, I've been okay. I've been alright. Just been chilling. Yeah. Um, it's been cold. Freaking. What was it? Wednesday or Thursday? About, um, some shit with my bank, but it's cool. I'm about to mm. go handle that. You know, you know how I do. I'm about to walk up in there like, <laughs> hey yo, hey yo, <laughs> <laughs> it's Wills. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Loyal customer. But, um, yeah, other than that, just I just been hanging in there. Just work, regular. Regular um, Dagla. Yeah. Regular Dagla. I'm I'm in the same boat as y'all, man. It was a good week. Uh great week at work. Uh if you've been listening to the show these last couple weeks, I've been much happier at work. These guys know why. Uh <laughs> ain't with a bunch of losers no more. <laughs> That's right, ain't bunch no of losers. Winners. I'm hanging with a bunch of winners. You goddamn right I am. And it's been great. We have our first game in two weeks, so I'm excited about that. What if y'all um, lose? I'm about to say. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, nah, I'm not going to switch it up on them, though. <laughs> it's early in the season. You know, uh, early season adjustments will be made. <laughs> we'll get through. Get we'll get through. Out. You know, got to get the kinks out. You know, we're working through it. It's a rotation. You know, everybody get through it from time to time. But work's been good. Everything's been great with the kids. Uh, my lady and I had a great night out. Uh, Last night, and it's actually dope because she actually listens to the show. So I'm not saying this because she's listening, because even if she is listening, I don't, I don't care. I'll say whatever I want to do. But we had a great dinner out last night. We saw some stand-up comedy last night, which was dope. Any of you guys like know the Comedy Cellar? You may have heard of it if you like follow comedy. Comedy Cellar. I feel like yeah. they be like. So every time I go to Times Square, it's always, I think it's always going to be like, yeah, yo, come check us out. We hanging over shit. Like, yeah, like, like yeah. well, like, the Comedy Cellar is, like, this really legendary spot for, like, stand-up comics. It's, like, lower parts of Manhattan. Like, my girl went to NYU, so it's, like, right around that area, like, East 4th, West 4th, McDougal Street, and all that stuff. And it's a legendary spot. Like, literally, some of the greatest comedians have gone through there. On any given night, you could see them come through just to work out. Like, yeah. there's been stories of Dave Chappelle coming through and just working out, telling jokes for 20 minutes, Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld. So we was going there last night. We didn't know it was going to sell out so quick. So we went to, like, another nearby spot, had a good time. But, yeah, it's been a dope week. It's been a dope week despite the fact that, hey, man, let's talk about it. It was cold as hell. <laughs> Two days in a row. And, and I love winter, but relax. Like, that joint was feeling like, what, 10 degrees at times yeah. with, with the wind chill? It was supposed to snow yeah. at one point, too. Right? Yeah, it was supposed yeah. to snow on Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, out of pocket, out of mind. But either way, we here, we made it, and we're very excited about the show because we have a special guest yeah, on sir. today's show. I believe the first time I've met our special guest, I think it may have been at uh, Nico, shout out to Nico Brown. I think it may have been at his Audio Mac show. In the city, uh, him and his guys, they invited me out because uh, Nico's a good friend of the show. And I remember, I think we briefly met 
It was like, oh, hey, I'm Omega. Hey, I'm Arden. Yeah. Like, it was like things like that. I'm Arden. And, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Arden Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it was like after that, I remember like being put onto your music. Mm-hmm. And I'm a big R&B guy. Like, we're a bunch of big R&B guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, the day we could transition uh, to an R&B show is going to be lit. But we're actually like a low key R and B group. Like really? Yeah. Like yeah. harmony so we're doing harmonies and everything? Yeah, we like B two Are you a Hanto? <laughs> no fizz. No, I'm the None of us are fizz. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I'm the lead singer. Okay. <laughs> Period. I'm completely fine with that because if I could just be in the background hitting the huh, I'll be completely fine. That's my bad. I'll be on the dance floor, you know, like the Facebook no point. Right. I can actually oh, see that. Looking. Oh, temptation looking. Temptation. Got a little skin to it. You know? We just gotta work on our dance moves. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2019. We yeah, got dancing as a group. Oh. <laughs> we, we all bars over here. We all singing, wearing white suits. But uh, but yeah, like I had the chance to, to meet our guests at that show. And since then, I've just been able to follow along with her work. Um, Really dope EPs, really dope singles. Like, really enjoyed Clouds. I really enjoyed Chasing. And then this new joint that she just put out on Friday before the sun sets hit team all caps note cap note cap everything Omega's in the building what's up what is going on with you I'm freaking excited it's your I, birthday today it's my birthday today what you need more life more happiness yes, more life success. more happiness more success more positive vibes all mm-hmm. 2019 and 2020 and exactly. furthermore that's right. But we have to talk about fave tracks. And I feel like it's probably too soon to say that. But what's oh, the one song that no, you not. feel like you're going <laughs> back to the most? Run Me Dry. Run Me Dry. Run me Yo, dry. that end. I was scared to put it nah, out. that end. At the end, too, with the little... That shit was fire. The little choir thing. No! I was like, yeah. You know what I said? I was talking to um, P, who's my engineer, my every... Like, he does everything. I was like, listen, I want a choir. We need to find some great black folk. <laughs> because let's be specific here. We need somebody that can sing. Like, yeah, yeah. So um, I found no one. So I said I'm gonna have to go and be, <laughs> and be my own choir. See, that's so the thing. You was you wanted folks that can sing. No, I literally wanted folks that can sing. People can sing, but sing. I'm different. talking like some Fantasia saying. Oh, you would need to go and on the time machine. And I didn't even hit that. I was just on some Everything Omega, you like six gonna, of me. So. You was going to need a time machine. You want some yeah. folks that can sing. For real. For real. Well, my, my favorite is um, Nobody Else. Yeah. The, like folk <laughs> songs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's your vibe. Just, yeah, because they know. Like, that's yeah. my, like the vibe. shit you was talking about. Like, yeah. That's my type of shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Did talking, just take you to yeah, that took me place. to the place. Like you was talking some freaky shit a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, talking about it's supposed to hit your heart. Yeah, like when you heart. get off of work and all that. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> she hit. She hit my mind up, acting a fool. Because <laughs> nobody's like you know it has little bounce to it. I'll Elsa's say like, nobody. Okay, I agree. But Elsa's Elsa's cool too. Elsa, it is. Yeah, it's I don't know. Both is my vibe. I feel like nobody's dinner, Elsa's dessert. Because yeah. Elsa's real, like, light like your that. candle, dim your lights. I like that. You know? I like the nobody more because I'm, I'm a... I'm I a know. dinner type of person. Yeah, I like I a little bounce in my But day. you know what? I'm lying. Like I'm a dessert type of person. Like, I, like, if I go to the restaurant, I'm going to have dessert first and then eat. For real? Because God forbid... All right, let's say you're at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually interested in you saying and this. And you have, like, <laughs> brownie, ice cream, fudge, the great stuff. 
Like, imagine you didn't have that first, and the the restaurant blows up. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. die. <laughs> Not having the dessert? Hey, you better than you me, cause yo, some shit I, I don't want to die. I mean, granted, pasta's good, but I don't want to die just eating the pasta. I want to die with the big ship of dessert. Hey, y'all better than me, man. You're right, cause I'd rather die eating like some chocolate chip cookies. Oh, won't do it. Warm <laughs> duck. Hey, y'all ain't y'all ain't. Last night, look, my girl, my girl gonna get mad at me for uh, for saying our favorite spot in the city. Y'all ain't been to San Marzano's. If <laughs> you've been to San Marzano's and had the pasta. You'll be willing to die with a pasta. What type of pasta? (laughs) (laughs) You'll be willing to die. I get like the sausage and pepper pasta. Okay. And the bread be hidden. Oh Oh my my God. God. Carbs overdose. I'll gladly overdose with some carbs. But yeah, I was saying, you guys are better than me because for as much as I eat at these good restaurants, man. For dessert, I'm still going yeah, by Poppy it. store. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Poppy just reloaded on the uh, on the Dove ice cream bars. Say less. Really? Dove, <laughs> Dove yeah. ice cream bars, two twenty five. Yo, Poppy, let me get or three. Or um, your peach rings. Yep, peach <laughs> rings are hits every time, bro. I've never had peach rings. My boy love peach rings. After we walked to the yeah, we was at High ninety seven. We we was walking. Yeah, and then he, uh, he he dropped me off at the subway. He was like, ah, right, yeah, I'm about to run and see if he has to give me some peach rings. <laughs> that was facts. I dropped right off by Astor Place because I had to go back down because my girl was in the city. We met up for dinner. I was like, yeah, I'm about to give me some peach rings and some water. <laughs> really like, cheap enough for three twenty five, including tax. You know, you can't beat a good deal like that. You can't beat a good deal like that. For me, my favorite record is bass. Really? By far. Like, you know why? Because for me, when it comes to R&B now, mm-hmm. I'm really into like, I guess you could say like alternative R&B. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why like groups yeah. like Emotional Oranges, Majid yes. Jordan. Yes. Like, that's why they hit because it's like that alternative R&B where you got the 808s, you got the drums. It's like mm-hmm. really spacey. It's like, ooh, like, take me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, Nightwalker music. Yeah. We in the whip. Going somewhere music. Or once I mm-hmm. started learning how to drive, I randomly pull up to my girl's house music because we've been going through some things. <laughs> like, I like that type of music. <laughs> I like that type of music. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling my truth and anything for content. I'm going to yes. say it. But uh, I like that record. And last, yeah. I'm a sucker I'm a sucker for uh, outros. Yeah. A good-ass outro can, and I'm not saying in, in the case of your project, because your project was thoroughly good, just being completely honest. Mm-hmm. But, like, let's say it was, like, a project that's, like, on some mid. Mm-hmm. Like, a good outro could make you go, yeah, it was kind of right. Right. Outro, like, for real. Intro, for real. Yeah, yeah, outro and intro. Both of them are very important. Because if it starts off nasty, yeah. if it's just like, we yeah. should start it off and start it off, like, on point. So, like, if it starts off well, and then, mm-hmm. like, you keep that same energy mm-hmm. throughout, the funny story about that is last was gonna be the intro. Oh, you said that at the at the event. Yeah. And then my dad was basically we were on our way to Bar Taco, and he went off in the car about how the intro that it is now Mm -hmm. called Before the Sunsets needs to be first. It opens it up. You want Mm -hmm. you want to keep the you want to lock them in. Once they hear that beat, this is literally how he sounds. Sorry, I had to do that voice. But literally, and he said it, and he said it, and I'm I was just giving him my reasoning as to why I felt like last should be first because I feel like last is such a a positive message. Yeah. And I'm really just being. I feel like it's stripped down. Like it's being my most honest. Mm But he was like, no, right? He's like, no, because I'm like, you know, the intro is like more lovey, and I, I don't want it to just be, oh, this is about this project is about love. I want you to know that there's gonna be more that I'm gonna say, but it wasn't really about that. I think the intro, intro really reels you in. Like that beat yeah. is just ridiculous. Side to note, me. side note. Yeah. If we can remember any R&B project, 
how many R&B projects we could listen to where the intro was either like lovey lovey or it was mm. or it was in a caliber of a last let me go through yeah, my phone because like, I got lovey, I, I got some joints I got some projects let me see last one this see. year you talking about yeah we could go in terms of like lovey lovey or like the we'll, we'll make this quick you know I've only listened to SZA so oh my God, I love <laughs> nah but that, that intro wasn't no shit shit yeah Jack Queese on his latest joint didn't have like did a crazy job. lovey. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. My girl, I always mispronounce her name. Mahali. Oh, Ma- Mahalia. Yeah, she didn't really Mahalia. have that. So yeah, yeah, like I can't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, it's always different. But to yeah. me, if I had to pick what's more important, outro intro. Honestly, I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the outro. Yeah. Because the outro wraps it all up. Mm-hmm. The outro wraps it all up, mm-hmm. and it's like a defining moment yeah. for the album like all of us like have our favorite artists so like my favorite artist drake normally hits it out the park with intros and outros mm-hmm. but his outros on recent projects have like stood out to me like a march 14 to, mm-hmm. to the ride to do not disturb like for example so i really like outros so yeah. i that was a great call great call dad yeah, last no. was a, the right <laughs> outro last and our dad song. me and my friends were in the car last night literally crying just like it's crying so tears. yes my friend's like, every time I hear it, I cry. I'm like, good cry? Like, a good feeling? <laughs> and I think like, that's why it was meant to be last. Like, yeah. Because I think it would have effed us all I up if last was first. And you start crying. And then you start hearing it. Yeah. 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 And then we hear it. Listen to this. Yeah. I'm like, I don't feel like dancing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't recovered yet by track three. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I'm happy. I'm happy the way it went now. What were some of your earliest memories with music? What made you fall in love with music? Music, I think, I think I'm just supposed to do it. You know those people yeah. that you meet and you're just like, damn, like I couldn't see you working at Jamba Juice. Like I couldn't <laughs> see Juice. you, I don't know, like doing it. Like it's just, I feel like it's in, it's in me. It was instilled in me. My dad, um, he was in I and I, which was like the rap group back in the day, and I feel like I don't know if I was around it. I don't know. Was I around it? Like, did I go to concerts and stuff? And nice. I just get that feeling, like I, it's in it's in me, like it's in the family. But I had to prove myself to my mother and my dad. Really, the first song I ever wrote and put out was Best Mistake. But mm-hmm. I was writing when I was like six. I wrote a song called Boys Are Like Boots, which I still feel like is <laughs> nah, true. Nah, that title's kind of hard. <laughs> nah. That title's kind of hard. Like, what? nah. Like, what was I talking about? You don't want to remix it? And then, you know, maybe I should revamp it. Yo, give it to Nose. (laughs) (laughs) You like that. You like that. Give that to Nose. No, literally, bars are like boots. Um, No, so, uh, with Best Mistake, I put it out. I was like a senior in high school, I think I want to say. And so, I remember going crazy that day. I'm like, guys, I need to put the song out. Like, I told everyone at school I was going to. I was running back and forth. We recorded it right in that little, like, sound room they have yeah. in the high school. And so, I played it for my dad. And he was like, just play it again. And so, I played it. And he was like, all right. And I think that in that moment, he was like, all right. Like, she can do something here. Mm-hmm. My mom, on the other hand, was like a dance mom and wanted me to be like Judith James. Uh-huh. I went to Alvin Ailey. And she was like, you're going to be a dancer, and then you're going to teach the little girls how to dance. I can't, I can barely do a two-step now. Let's really just be honest. Like, I did ballet and jazz and tap, and I remember writing her a note, a letter. I wrote a lot of letters as a kid. I don't know why I can just say it, but I wrote a letter, and I was like, Mom, 
I'm a singer, I'm a star, you don't know it yet, literally, this is me. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to go to Ailey anymore, all my friends are gone, I don't like to dance, I want to sing, and you know what she did? You guys want to know? Yeah. She folded up that letter, put it in her little letter box, along with all my others, and was like, you're going back to Ailey. And forced me to go back. Until then, I eventually proved myself to her. I think, I really don't know where her mind's at right now, but she does like the project, so that's that's that. But that's dope. Yeah, no, they're always, they've always been supportive, though. So I think, I don't know, I grew up listening to like Lucy Pearl, Prince, yeah. Lenny Kravitz, like mm -hmm. Alicia Keys, yeah. Erica Badu, Jill Scott. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it was a wide variety. Like, Saturday mornings, you wake up and it's like, the whole freaking R&B playlist on from mm -hmm. like all the like that juicy R&B like yeah. that brown sugar oh yeah, D'Angelo yes, Mary D Angelo. J Mary J Blige so that's what I remember and I, that's all I listen to now still like no, the new the, stuff is dope but no those those there's those, nothing like that those know? records from back then were just classics man classics. like like People I'm 26, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what I wanted to ask People too, because stories. like even you, you name everybody that can really like let me say early saying, like, yeah. you know what I mean. So like even like with this new generation of like R and B that's coming out, like how do you feel about it? Like like the storytelling is not really the same there. Like people yeah. not really like singing like how they used to be. Mm -hmm. It's like a hybrid between like singing and rap now. Yeah. Like, so what is like your, your thoughts on that really? I think a lot of artists. Um, I think we have like this mold now, and I think Drake kind of started the mold, which also me and Drake have children. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that. Shout out to um, that's my husband. But no, I think he kind of created the mold of doing. like the. He's <laughs> great. He's going by the house soon. But um, he started this mold of like this that. sing rap stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, as did I feel like Kalani as well, kind of for the female artist. Kalani, Kalani, but, she's an OG man. Yeah, no, I definitely love her vibe. I think she's so transparent and she tells stories, mm -hmm. and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, like I was gonna say, a lot of the artists now I feel like are maybe afraid to be as transparent, so it's just kind of like a vague, broad statement of like love. Like a lot of the a lot of the R&B now is love songs, which yeah, yeah was before, mm -hmm. but not. Not like a Mary J love song, like yeah. let's say it. it's not really. It's I think I think we had this combo before. Yeah. Guys. It's still it's like great. It's song. not love. It's lust. It's lust. It's yeah. side pieces. It's, it's yes. looking at a dude across the room, yes. and, and this whole song you freaking lie to me. This whole song is just a dream in your head. You yeah. didn't even talk to the dude. Yes. <laughs> you don't even see him. Yeah, you didn't even see him. Dudes in bars and nobles it's getting lust. a book. And you just wrote a three and a half minute song. It was fire, but I, right. I, don't, I feel deceived. Right. It wasn't true. You played me this whole song. Yeah. But no, you're absolutely right in that too. Because just to add to that as well, you know, because I think part of what will help you like stand out and what's like a very competitive mm -hmm. and just really busy field of R&B yeah. is the fact that like you're taking it back to the vocals. Mm -hmm. And I feel like honestly, like vocal usage is really like, the key now to really standing out, yeah. Because the thing, with, yeah. Because the thing with songwriting though is the really talented songwriters, and I think you're a talented songwriter. I don't think you guys could get that credit for that because there's other singers out there yeah. that don't write their own stuff, got fire help. So it's kind of yeah. like you guys are the same. It's so so it's really gonna come down to like the performance, yeah, the execution, yeah. You know, yeah. like it's, it's there's too many singers that. Men, women, whoever—that is like, 
if we get technical about it, we go, okay, let's look at the songwriting. It'll be too much. Right. So it really just comes down to this vocal performance, just the way they put together a project. Yeah, I really, especially with this project, I really wanted to do more layering of harmonies, lower harmonies. I definitely attempted to do a lot of that because I feel like um, usually the way we kind of attack music is one voice, one sound type yeah. of thing. And I don't want too much going on. But if you listen to Fool, that like organized cluster yeah. at the end, oh, I freaking love it. That's exactly organized what I chaos, wanted. I, organized say. chaos, yes. I, I wanted it to be like a whole bunch of harmonies, like I'm coming at you, but it all just kind of makes sense. So I definitely want to focus more on that. And I think with this project, the, the love I'm receiving from it and people really listening to it, I think I can have even more fun with that. Now it's just like a thumbs up, girl. Like you could add, you know, your yeah. little stuff in there. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be throughout the whole project. You don't have to throw it at them. Yeah. But, you know, here and there, like I think it's dope. So, yeah, vocally, I agree. I definitely agree yeah. with you. And I think when it comes to the project as well, like the reason why I like Before the Sunsets, like from the listening event that you had a couple weeks mm -hmm. prior to even now was just because your ability to make songs. Mm -hmm. Like I remember when I, I think I ran into Nico again, it was like at, it was at an album listening party, mm -hmm. I think maybe early this month or last month, it was for like Guabdat 4000 and we was talking about like his records and what he was doing mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah bro, you're at the point where, excuse me, I'm like everybody knows you can spit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's obvious. But I'm like, you're at the point where the bigger you become, you got to be able to show people you can make records. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you got to you gotta understand, like, it's like the equivalent to you, like, mm -hmm. you can really sing, like, for real, for real. But it gets to the point where it's like, we know that. Right. It's like, America what can else? sing. Yeah. It's like, now it's like, you got to show us you can make records. Right. Because that's how a lot of folks stand out. It's because yeah. it's not technical anymore. I mean, we can all agree on this. Like when it comes to projects and bodies of work, it's not necessarily about being super duper technical when listening to and analyzing. Like, yo, this bar here, the chorus right. placement there, like the way it's mixed and sound. Yeah. It's about yo, was it a good and cohesive project? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if if if, if, if so and so puts out an eight uh, song project, mm. can I really find myself liking, let's say, at least five of them? Will I go back? Is there is there that replay value? And I think that's something that you're starting to hit on with this project. Mm -hmm. And that if you keep on hitting it, hitting on it over and over, I'm telling you, you're going to make it. Because that's just where, to, at least in my opinion, where the game is. Mm -hmm. It's that replay factor, that cohesiveness, that ability to capture everybody all in the sake of, yo, can you or can you not just make a song? Right. Yeah. Without forgetting about the itself, technical aspect. Yeah. You would think it would just be, you know, you sing, you can write but no, it's like, it's actually hard. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, hold on. Yeah. We gotta talk about stuff. It, it's actually, yeah. it might sound crazy, but it's like, it might be easier for the rappers and the singers just to do what they do best. Yeah. Instead of just go, yo, let me try to make the best song. Yeah. For yeah. real. Like, somebody goes, yo, I'm gonna rap 60 balls. That might be the easiest thing to do for them. Yeah. Shorty goes, yo, I'm gonna sing for two and a half minutes. Their best song. For <laughs> real, right? Yeah. Yo, for real. There's a lot of artists that we've been hearing lately with recent projects where, like, like for example, right? Mm -hmm. Not saying because because our good friend of show YB's here, but, like, when we had our conversation about Dave East last week. When I was there hearing the album and then hearing it back, what really stood out to me was the fact that it's, it all came together in right. regards to this ability to create songs and to put it all together. Like, because I even said it on the last week's show, I'm like, for me personally, Dave never let me down when it came to a full-length project. 
Like I know what I'm getting from him in a full length project. But to see certain records like need a sign with Tiana Taylor and Seventeen and all that stuff, and to see him think like, okay, he can make concept records now. Right. He could put it together, and he's not sacrificing the lyrical aspect of it. That to me is dope. Yeah, like baby. Yeah, for real. For real, it really is. It really is. It really is important. Now, just to continue talking about R and B and the state of it now. The personalities of those involved, and it will actually get us into yes. our uh, to our to like our next topic because we touched on the first two very very well, and we'll revisit them. Mm-hmm. The latest development between the fans versus <laughs> Summer Walker. Well, I got to say about this shit. I've been waiting <laughs> all, all week right. to talk about this. Um, pretty yeah. much uh, for the folks at home that don't know, right. Summer Walker has been touring, um, selling out venues all across the country. She, she's popping right now. She had easily one of the best projects of the year but there's been i guess you could say quote unquote controversy over her tour because it, it revolves around her performance yeah. and the meet and greets um, as we all know if you don't know now you know uh, <laughs> summer has social anxiety yes i'm not gonna go and try to describe what kind of case because it's mental health and i don't play about that and we haven't got to the money yet so you won't cancel us <laughs> but she has social anxiety and folks have been having this ongoing conversation about summer social anxiety because of her actions and meet and greets, like not necessarily hugging fans or being the most vocal and social mm-hmm. to her performance when she brings out, I ain't gonna front it was funny, when she brings out Usher and Usher's doing this thing and she's just like <laughs> chilling and singing. <laughs> but when you see that, right, and yeah. you're artist yourself and you've been performing and you're gonna be at a point where you're gonna be performing bigger shows and mm-hmm. folks are wanna, gonna wanna do a meet and greet with, with Omega. How do you think artists, including yourself, have to handle that aspect of your own personalities and things you may face on with dealing with the fact that you're a, you're a person of the people now? Yeah. I think I'm like half and half. Because if I, if I go see Summer Walker, I'm going to want to meet her. I'm going to want to have a conversation. I'm going to want to do hugs and pics and stuff. But... Then on the other side of it, I'm looking at it from an artist standpoint, and I think she is an extremely, extremely talented young uh, female artist. And I think she didn't. She signed up for the music part. I don't think she signed up for the the judgment part, the comments. Exactly the, right with a lot of these you know, artists like, today. She literally just wants to sit in her bedroom and make great music, yeah. like, and you just put it out. And you can tell. You know, it's just it's for the people. You guys do your thing, but like just. That's it. Just leave and me I alone. think she yeah, just leave me alone. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think now the way we look at artists, it's like you have to do this for us. You gave us the music, but we need this, this, and this from you too. Mm-hmm. And it's just like not a lot of people are gonna will are willing to do that. It's one thing to be a singer and put out stuff, and then it's another thing to be an artist, to be a brand. And I think that's something that she's kind of doesn't want to get accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And I personally don't blame her. I would be fine not seeing her live and her putting music out. That's just how I look at it. Because it's funny, I I don't want to say I have social anxiety, but let's just say I can't do like parties and stuff. Yeah. That gives me a little bit of anxiety. Mm-hmm. But when I get up on stage, forget about it. I'm good. Like yeah. literally we're having conversations. Like every time I do a performance, it's funny. I'll be the person I walk in, I'm very quiet. Like, unless you come up to me, I'm probably not going to say anything. Not because I don't want to. It's just because I'm, like, I'm nervous. Yeah. 
But when and you then I get up on stage. Because I've seen you. I've like, seen receipts and you were like quiet. But when you get yeah, on stage, you were like a, talking to everybody. I think yeah. you even did like an acapella. Yeah. And you like and I got everybody that. to like yeah. get everybody involved. And then you're like, okay, yeah. okay. That really so opens like, me up. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. opens me up. Like I could do a meet and greet after that. We kicking it. We going to <laughs> yeah. dinner. We having pasta. You know. And so I think it's Hoping just, a restaurant doesn't blow up. Right. You know? <laughs> And I think her she's her most comfortable when she's probably in her bedroom strumming her guitar, mm-hmm. writing her writing her songs, and yeah, but, I think she wants it to be that way. But here's the question I do have before I pass it to the guys yeah. here, because uh, I'll go last on this topic. But at what point, though, mm-hmm. for a, a lot of artists like you guys in this day and age, where you just have to understand that if you go through with this, yeah. making this music, wanting to get famous, this stuff comes with this it. This stuff comes with Absolutely. it. Because that's the thing, too. It's like, yes, artists have the right, yeah. but people also spent money to go see and you. time to right. see you. And and here's another thing, too, because uh, artists like Summer, mm-hmm. artists like you, especially when you get bigger and others, it's not fans' fault. Just like it's not necessarily your fault, maybe not all the way, but it's not fans' right. fault that you guys made music. And, and fellas, please tell me how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. That you guys make music so good that you guys are making these fans emotionally connect with yes. you on a way deeper level than a hey, yo. Like I, I like track four through right. tracks four through ten. Right. Like y'all got fans so emotionally invested that like, and I'm not saying this in a joking matter. I swear to God, I'm not saying this in a joking matter. You guys got fans that will tell you straight up, yo. Yeah. I was about to kill myself, and then I heard your project, and I did. <laughs> Y'all made me change my life for the better. I was dumped. I was homeless on the street, mm-hmm. whatever. And y'all make this, and they connect. Yeah. So for a while, I understand the artist before I pass it to the guys here. I also understand the fans. Like if I had the chance to to meet Drake for months, I would yeah. play it cool. I also know there would be a part of me that would freak out because it's like, bro, you made the soundtrack to my life, yeah. and I was down and out. Like, your records define me here. So, I, I can get why fans would be like, yo, I'm about to meet somebody that's practically my idol. Yeah. And yet, it's like, damn, like, forget I can't get a hug. Or like, you don't want right? to talk to or me? Like, you can't, people, you can't yeah. look me in my eyes? Right. Like, Did you see how she was sitting, like, for the meet and greet? Yeah. Like, the picture? yeah. That was crazy. Or like the the fan was here. Dying. She was sitting where dad is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, what the yeah. She look like Kevin Hart in that bit. You love you, Summer. I mean, I, I mean, I can't say it happened to me, but like you know, Wayne is my favorite. So like, uh, I was at his last concert in New York when he got in trouble with the gun charge, and oh, then yeah. he uh, said he wasn't performing in New York anymore. So then I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do? Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm like your biggest fan in the world. Like, I love you. Like, like, bro, like, I feel like I'm you. So I'm yeah. like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to see you? I'm not about to travel the world or whatever. Well, I'm not going to lie. I did. I went to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> the fact you said travel the world and then say Jersey is crazy. Right? But Jersey's hard Jer- That's yeah, I mean, crazy. Like, well, Jersey stinks. Like, well, like disrespect to the people, but <laughs> the water, like, it, it just stinks. Like, so, um, but yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I would just be upset. I mean, I yeah. feel like she, she should just... She should just let people know, like, or she should have just told a label, like, yo, I don't want to, like, do a tour or whatever. Or I'll just do a few shows. Or don't do meet and greets. Or, like, yeah. Yeah. Or do, like, uh, like, a, like, three big shows or whatever, like, 
four shows, like do one in New York, like one in like Florida or something, and one in Cali, like three big shows or whatever. I don't know. Like I would just say don't do meet and greets. I'll say that too. Like I think I think with her. Yeah, but nah, I think that would be. But the thing is, the tour money though. She's going on a dirty date tour, and she's she's selling out mother freaking three thousand to six thousand people. Yeah, but actually, but I think she uh she'll be all right. She'll be all right. <laughs> don't, don't do no mean greets. She canceled the rest, canceled of, the rest of them. Yeah. She did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she canceled them. Yeah, she, she said she can't do it no yeah, more. Like she, it's really messing with her. Like. And and to keep on the hundred, like I think I want to add to that too is that like this summer, obviously, like I think like Amanda said, like you can tell she's comfortable just. Yo, I'm gonna sit here and I'm yeah, gonna just put it out. Mm-hmm. And even like, even with the music she released, like I'm talking about, like from the EP, like I think the Clay EP and then this shit, mm-hmm. and like the last, last is a summer world. With the exception of like with this album, with the exception of maybe uh that drink with Usher, a lot of her songs aren't really like boss, but she gotta like yeah, jump up move and move around. too. She yeah. can then just there sit down. But so with the performing aspect, she can then sit down, and be like, yo, let's sing it. Nah, but somebody said that. They like recorded her and she was like not even singing at oh, one point. She that. was like, didn't they say she, she was, was like, pulling out her she, phone? Yeah, I heard that. She was That's like, crazy. She was mumbling. She was like walking back. Like she wasn't looking at the crowd. She like had her back turned and she was just doing like basically the ad libs at one point. So real and then like there was like a point where so she, she was dead walking, performing she like kept a rapper back and like Literally. going on her phone and checking her phone. So I'm like. Yeah, I'd be tight too. Yeah, I'm not gonna spend that too. I didn't pay to see you yeah. back, back, back to Hell, I could just yeah. go home and listen to you and do that yeah. shit. Yeah, baby, yo, I think she should do it myself. Sing myself. We want to see that. I just need something. Playing girls need love with your back turned in the dark. That's crazy. No, that is actually funny. No, but I think she should probably did. I, I can get that, I think, but also what she did at the uh, the NPR Tiny Desk. Like, if you notice, oh, yeah. she I was holding that. on to, like, yeah. a, a teddy bear. Yeah. So, yeah. clearly, that's, like, a, like a security blanket yeah, type thing. Yeah, it's a secure space for her. Yeah, secure space for her. So, I can understand, like, you know, like, maybe her just being, like, you know, all right, I don't want to kind of do this right now. Let me, at least let me yeah. get this and then perform. She probably could have done something like that. Yeah. But even outside of that, too, when it comes to the fans, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Y'all artists don't owe the fans shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Y'all don't owe us shit. Like, as much as like I can stay here and say like, yo, like, yo, I say my favorite artist is Isaiah Rashad. Like when my dad passed away, RP to that man. Like uh, Heavenly Father was like mm-hmm. one of his songs that really like helped me mm-hmm. get through that shit. I can see that. I, that, I don't. That man don't owe me shit. I might right. get hyped and shit like fanboy out, whatever, all that. But at the end of the day, if I want to dap him up and he's like, nah, not right now. Like I might be hurt, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm gonna understand. Like, yo, right? That's another human. That's, that's, that's fair. I feel like that. Yeah. Like just, people just gotta know when the, like the time is right to like even say something. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you that's can't, like, thing yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's people that like yeah. see people eating out and yeah. they're like, oh, you're not get my picture. Like, yeah, oh, like, no, I'm no. just trying to have a day. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah but hold on though. But hold on though, because that's a different conversation. Like, if that's the case, we all gonna be in agreement about that. Like. Like, we've all said it on the show, too. Like, there's been mad times where we've ran into, like, famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not to, like, brag, but, like, I've, I, in my line of work with what I do, they'll tell you, I, chances of me running somebody famous is high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where I don't say nothing. Yeah. Right. Well, you just give a head nod. be like, yo, what's up? I, yeah. yeah. I might do a I, head I'll nod. Up, I man. might go for a dap. But a lot of times, I'm like, man, what's up? Like, yo, I might say, yo, enjoy your work. Good game. But yeah. I think it's different because, again, with Summer's case, we're talking about people spending money. Right. Yeah. Like, money. If you see me, 
have to deliver. Don't yes. You know? okay. And if you know you can't deliver, then just don't yeah. deliver. You know, and I think maybe there could be another way, because she seems way more comfortable on social media. Like, yeah, the, like people, the video she just posted with, with London, like, you know, yeah. she seems very comfortable. So I just feel like, all right, let's say you don't do the performance thing. Maybe just, I don't know, like, maybe do more videos where you're speaking to your fans. So just... They don't feel like didn't giving up on us. Yeah, like, and we ride it for you. That's we what I'm saying. Stuff, it's different because there's when a girl who has a lot of anxiety who's listening to Summer Walker yeah. who now feels like, all right, she's not gonna perform. She's not gonna do what she needs to do. I'm not gonna do what I need to do because yeah. that's how compassionate they are for this artist. Like you said, yeah. like these are that's people true. who are riding. And AK said it. Oh my fault. Keep going. Well, I, think, I think a fan even came at her and was like, "How you on uh, like Instagram like?" Twerking on London or whatever, but yeah. then you on stage. That's like, a terrible take by them. Yeah. That's, That's a stupid take by them. Because I'm gonna keep it hundred. Like if I'm pretty sure, like I'm, I can't speak for myself or for other people. I don't know myself, but like if somebody has, I would say social anxiety. Whatever, I would pretty. I would probably do it for a lot more as like at home in the own crib. Maybe like, on social yeah. media. Obviously, like it's so. Yeah, it's it's internet. It's online. Like right. I'm not really interacting with somebody. I'm not being like, yo, hey, what's up? How you doing? Yeah, I'm online. Y'all niggas. I'm in the comfort of my own crib. I'm mm. doing whatever. So I feel whoever said that. That's, that's a really bad take. Of course she's going to be comfortable to be yeah. tricking on IG live or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Because that's why I said she should just make her shit like, she should have just made her shit like exclusive. Did like four or five big shows. Yeah. If it sells out, sold out. Or like, just do more like intimate shit, spaces. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't got to do some, three, you don't got to do 3,000 to 6,000. But yeah. you can do a few hundred. Yeah. Just have it, all the lights off. This, well, other than stage. Like, I don't know, make it look like your living room. Something. Yeah, yeah for real. Have like, a, have like a streaming link or something for the people that couldn't get, yeah. get in. But then again, even uh, Tiny Desk, I feel like, is an intimate space. Yeah, and even with that, she was still kind of like, and you know, usually Tiny Desk, they're, you know, they're like in between, they talk about the song, maybe talk about how they felt when they wrote it. Just a little something. I feel like it's like such a great experience to watch yeah. your favorite artist. And I was waiting for her to kind of introduce her band. And yeah. towards the end, she was like, all right, you know, I'm happy to be here. I just, you know, I'm having a bit of anxiety or whatever she had said. And she was like, they're going to introduce themselves. Like, it was just very awkward. And yeah. I, I just kind of felt bad. I'm like, damn, like, it must be so severe. Yeah. I don't know. AK made a great point before we uh, transition yeah. to, to, to our next topic about why artist development needs to come back mm -hmm. because again there's a lot of artists these days that make music but don't necessarily think of what could happen mm -hmm. like it's like us with what we do with the with the show and everything else we do before side like for as much as we could be in a position to be like hey guys let's record every week let's do this and that and right. hey let's just do it at our ages and what we're doing we're prepared for the possibility of like yo we could blow up Mm -hmm. So we need to get ready. We need to carry yeah. ourselves a certain way. We need to think about this and that. And, and here's another thing, too. Like, folks got to understand this day and age all across the board. I can easily be sympathetic for someone and completely get them without sacrificing the need to give them some advice. Okay. Folks in this day and age, man, and, and I'm, and I'm going to stop it after this next point because I could rant about it all day. <laughs> Folks make it seem like just because you give somebody advice after you agree with them and you show like uh, understanding and feelings about them, that they look at it like, oh, you don't understand me. Like you're victim blaming. Right. No, it's not. Like I remember there was a time where like growing up in certain parts of the inner city, God forbid something had happened to me. I got jumped or whatever or worse, mm -hmm. but I survived. 
Folks could literally be like, yo, that's after what happened to Art, man. That shouldn't have happened. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, yo, what time you was going down the block? Who's on the block? Like, you could feel sympathetic towards me, yeah. but also put me on game. Like, bro, I'm happy you're here. That's after what they did is wrong. But, hey, yo, future rap on Friday night. Them boys get busy over there after 9 o'clock. Maybe don't go down there. Yeah. 2019, oh, you're victim blaming. No, I'm not. I'm getting help. <laughs> Accountability. Put me on game. Man. You're not my friend. You're not trying to help me. Yeah. For real, bro. I get, I get mad tight. But, yeah, either way, chicks take five. Chicks take five. Uh, Tory Lanes, man, dropped the much-anticipated project. First of all, I got to say for Tory, man, uh, before we express our feelings about the project quickly, before talking about where it puts him in his, uh, where it puts him up on the rankings, for him to get all the samples cleared oh for an God. album, and then to get all the original artists right. to come on the project and to do a new verse, I thought I never would have thought I would have been excited to hear Ludacris in 2019. Right. But I was. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I would be mimicking Slim from 112. But there I was. I listen to 112 on the regular, so. Of course you do. This is nothing new. <laughs> this is nothing new. I'm proud of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Peaches and cream. <laughs> I think that's probably why it was easy for him to clear all those samples. Yeah, that's what let's I was say it's like, yo, same thing. us, you know, pull up real quick. We're going to do this. Da, 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 I want to remake. Blah. I want to remake. And then eventually you're like, wait, like, oh, you're yeah. sampling all the damn song. And it's like, oh, whatever. Like, I'm going to hop on because, like we said, a few of those artists aren't putting music out like. On the regular anymore, yeah. so yeah. if anything, it just boosts them. I think it's a collaborative effort. I was forced into listening to it, by the way, because I'm Why? not necessarily a Tory Lanez fan. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Mm. He gets a little whiny for me, <laughs> but my brother pressed me like, "You got, you got to hear it. Did you hear it? Did you hear it?" And it was just like a force feed, basically. But I it enjoyed was, it. It was alright to me. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it, but it was still alright. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tori's over two even, in Will's books. I'm, 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 on I'm the no, like on the even, low, he's over two in your book. With Wayne, I was hyped, but I was like, mm. it's yeah. Man. He should have, he should have hit my man. It's up right. man. Like, cause I, I felt like, I, I only felt like Trey songs <laughs> and maybe Chris Brown was the only ones that really killed their like features. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, no, I gotta be honest. For me. I like, I honestly like the album. I, I, out of the sixteen, it's, it's a good listen. Like yeah. I'm not gonna front. I listened to it more than once. Like yeah, it's cool. Like okay. I could, I could vibe with it, but it's just, I guess I like it's with the. Good, I told you with the I'm Spunk joint. I expected more, and it just wasn't what I expected. Especially with the last chick tape, and he gave me shit like juvenile. Like I really like this record with Fab. I'm, cr- I'm surprised you. Not necessarily. I mean, you're feeling it, but you're not I'm like feeling it. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I ain't post nothing in my story. It wasn't worth it. She's she's post post story in the real thing. You ain't seen me post none of the traps. So I was like, man, if I ain't posted, I ain't even post it. Not for me. I fought. I like the drink. Because I got it. I'm not going to find I got it. Yeah. The drink with the dream. The dream joint, that's kind of fire. That's fire. I fought with the, for me, I fought with the heavy. Obviously, the dream joint. The shit that really surprised me, I'm not gonna lie, was the Snoop joint. Cause I didn't think he was gonna flip beautiful like that. Yeah, the flip was great. Yeah, like I like I didn't like these things gonna flip beautiful like that for Snoop to get back on it and like kill it like he did. I was dope. Oh, um, yeah, that was dope. The Mia joint was fire. 
Honestly, I'm gonna say everything is fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's just me. Like yeah. I, the thing I love about it the most, though, like I think the all chipstick series, Tori does this, but I think particularly mm-hmm. he did it very well with this one. Is like his use of samples isn't just like like when a lot of people use samples, he just like rely on like the nostalgia factor. Like okay, yeah. Like, we hear this shit. He actually like flipped it. Yeah, the joint with Lloyd, um, Lloyd and Wayne. I didn't even like. I couldn't even really hear the uh, the use the, sample, the, the, right? sample yeah. at first. I'm like, yo, yeah. I had to bring it back. I'm like, yo, what? But exactly. and I still don't even get it. I still don't hear it. Nah, my favorite <laughs> sample. My favorite sample is the Jagged Edge sample. Like this one right here. That's what I'm saying because it's a classic record. And to break it up like this. Oh my God! Like this is, this is, this is things like that. If you get a sample, I felt I like it was a really solid project. You know, I'm not gonna say like anything crazy, but I felt like it was a really solid project. But where is he in terms of music in general after this project? Has he climbed up, or is he still the same? Dude? I feel like we have the same answer. Go ahead. No. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he climbed up, but then again, I feel like he's still in the same spot. But I feel like. I don't know. I, he's just getting more like uh, like what, exposure. Like like, I want to say like mm-hmm. people like uh, appreciating him more. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I feel like he's still like where he was before. I mean, his music kind of elevated a little bit because remember he everybody used to always say. And then this go also goes back to like when he first came out. People was always saying like he was only hot for like remaking a song. Right. Like, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his his original songs don't really hit, and yeah. I feel like this is like. What, a prime example of that? Yeah, this is like a yeah. prime because this is like the Tory that everybody loves, and this is He's the Tory that he people. Knows he does yeah, yeah, so I don't know. I, I feel like it is better, but I feel like he's still in the same spot, and it's just more people is just starting to recognize yeah, him more. Right. It's funny because actually I've seen that that take a couple times on Twitter. I'm not gonna hold you. Like, um, and even with that, but my thing with that one is that like, I, I think when it comes to like a series like this, like Chick Tape, like that's his. I don't know, best way to put it, like, that's kind of like his... Magnus Opus? Yeah, I don't know if that's the way to put it. It's it, kind of it like... Is. It is, but it's like, it's more it like is. a brand, like, I'll put it, like, like, it's like, like a way with dedication. Yeah, dedication. Like that, that's what I'm trying to put it, like. The drought. Like, you do expect a certain, like, it's a, it's just like a certain thing to come with it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You expect, like, okay, this is what you're going to get. Like, when I hear, when I see chick automatically, I'm thinking, I right, bet this thing about to be on this, like, you know... Nostalgic mm-hmm. bag or no nostalgic yeah. shit. Like no cap, yeah. I, I'm waiting for like I'll be excited for chicks tips like, just because like I want to mm-hmm. hear the samples yeah. you're gonna use. But other than that, I'm sorry, I gotta go. Right. I'm sorry. Omega, would you would you do a series potentially? Not even this is mixtapes, but like yeah. playlist things like that, like under like a particular name. I'm actually not against that. I think that's fun. I think it's fun because mm-hmm. I feel like. I would take a whole bunch of different risks and it wouldn't yeah. just be like the vibe Omega that you hear. Yeah. So I'm actually yeah. not against it. I could see you getting like your 90s, 80s bag yeah. R&B with the right I samples. Got some, I got some tings. No. <laughs> I, <laughs> I got more I, bars I need to get now. Right, no, no, for The real. last project is a little sample. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all yeah, that did me wrong. We was getting to know each other. Right. Chewed up. But no, I think a series like that would fit. But at yeah. the same time, I think it's about it's it becomes such a big pl- part of your creative plans, right? Because it's like, all right, you got this, and then you got original work. Yeah. So it's like, how do you balance both? You know. Yeah. So I find it very interesting if if it was to be pulled off, 
But either way, uh, salute to Tori. I thought it was a really solid project. Yeah. I've been playing it back quite a bit. I got my records from there. Uh, for the last topic, because yesterday was yesterday was a special day for me for two mm. big reasons. For two big reasons. Number one, on a, on a personal note, and this is not to make things depressing because I'm happy. Yesterday marked the one year anniversary of my first ever relationship ending. So I wrote an article about it yesterday on my Twitter. Check it out. I've been getting some really good feedback. Huh? And, and it coincided with Take Care And it care coincided too? with Take oh, Care. this nigga. Turning eight years this old. This I serve a loving God. Oh, Don't you man. agree? <laughs> I serve a loving God. Oh, man. God was like, I'm going to serve you some heat <laughs> for this next year. Mm. Just hold on. But now, for real, like, I yesterday, besides that, was because, again, yesterday was like the eighth anniversary of Take Care. Yes. My, my all-time favorite Drake album. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, his magnus opus, what, what elevated him to another level. And I, the fun talk I wanted to have about this was whether we want to clarify as best or whether we want to clarify in relation to influential, mm. where do you rank Take Care? It's influential. It's most influential. It's best, in my opinion, album would be, uh, I think it was the same. No, I'm talking in general, in general? the decade, because we're about to finish the decade. Oh, influential. Yeah. Influential and probably one of the best. Yeah. So I you got most influential, one of the most influential? Most, one of, I think it's... I would say it's the most is is the most influential, and is one of the best top ten, top fifteen. I'll say top five. Oh, man. I'm proud because he he's. I think he tough. opened the door. He opened another door. Like I said, that sing songy rappy thing. Like yep. let me tell you something about my. And I took over the decade. Like keep it a hundred. Oh, let me tell you something about Aubrey. I could literally, yeah, because I thought I called the whole first name too. He knows I call him by his first name. Um, no, but I call him Graham. (laughs) (laughs) When I say I could shuffle any Drake song, any song, and I'm I know it, and Mm -hmm. I'm I'm rocking out like not a lot of people can do that. Like Drake, he's so smart; it almost irritates me. This is a fact. That's not, crazy. That's another thing about Drake too. I think we have to say because he's one of those people that's like, any bag you want, yeah, he got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I like, Arden can tell. I might might not be no, a fan literally. of any different to his little Afrobeat bag because you know, <laughs> you know, I, I still I'm still oh, have my loyal, loyal. Yeah, he loyal. He's <laughs> yes. loyal. I don't even have my man on my case. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, but this guy Drake has like a bag for every yes. any any vibe you want, any bag you win, Drake got a song for it. You want Applebee's, and when I hate that shit from him, yes. he got it. He's dance hall, and it makes sense why he do dance hall throughout that Toronto area. He got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think there's very few people you can be like, yo, that can do that and like do it to the same level he do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because ain't fan. If I hear a that, if I hear some a nigga play that controller. And it's come from somebody that's not Drake. Any other, basically, any other body else that do shit like, even even when French did this little uh, unforgettable shit, I'm like, it ain't the same. It's not. Reason because we all know who started that way first, and all mm-hmm. started from Drake. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. that's why without without take care, without a lot of what this thing has done this decade, a lot, Drake is the father of a lot of these niggas. I'll be honest. With yeah, you. I definitely think it's the most influential album of the decade. I think mm-hmm. outside of rap, I'll say it's the mm-hmm. most influential album of all music for the decade. Because of what it just started. And and I yeah. thought about it a lot last night when I was like, all right, what am I going to say? Because I was like, you, I started thinking about age, right? Mm-hmm. So for as much as folks will look at age, like I'm 26, somebody could go, okay, like, oh, 
I'm maybe 23. But I'm like, there, that three years is still a difference in regards to like what you was growing up and listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm 26, but for me, when I started listening and starting to get things together, I was still able to catch like the late 90s and I was able to right. grow up in the entire 2000s to like 2010s. Yeah. Like, it's different if even if you're three years younger, let's say you're born in 96. You didn't get to catch really the late nineties mm-hmm. while it was going. Yeah. Right. You didn't really catch the early two thousands when it was going. Like you're coming at age unless you was like really exposed. Yeah. You're unless you was really really exposed. You're coming at age just like oh five yeah. oh six. That was my situation. Yeah. Same here. So me. you didn't really. You I was wasn't even exposed. here. Yeah. Because I'm 23, 1996, so... No, I'm 22, 96. I think, so yeah, I think... Yeah, I it's different for y'all. Like, yeah. at 26, for me, I was 6, 7, 99, 2000. So yeah. by the time 01 came along, I heard Blueprint from Hove. Right. I heard Fab's joint then. I was able to hear the late Mary J. Yeah. Kells at that time. I heard Nelly live during that prime mm-hmm. streak. So by the time it's 06, I'm 13. Like, I already got legitimate six years of experience right. just hearing that. So it, 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 it what, uh, what I say to say that because for a lot of uh, folks like you that are 23, 22, 25 and younger, you guys, your coming to age moment was take care to an extent. Yeah. Because you were 14, you were 15. So by the time you heard all of those years worth of music, take care arrived. Well, I don't just that. I think with Drake too, because like, we, like we, yeah, it's the music thing. It's the music aspect with Drake as well. Mm-hmm. But I also grew like you know watching the grassy and shit like that. Too. Yeah. So then when you see, <laughs> this is a fact, yo. So yeah. when you see like, all right, it's the same nigga we used to see in the wheelchair all the time. The same nigga that he's making music like this, music that's on the same level that, or close to the same level as people that like you said, like we grew right. up listening to like, like Jay Z. And that coming like, at age yo, moment exactly. though. Exactly. And now we hear like, yo. And mind you, me in high school, like high school, middle school, whatever, show me not go through like all the exact same issues that he's maybe singing about. Yeah. But at the same time, our, our little crushes, our little whatever, our little mm-hmm. little relationships, whatever that shit was, we felt it. <laughs> we understood. Like, we understood to an extent, like yo. Yeah. You guys were old enough to actually understand. Yeah. So it makes it like a little different. But that was an error. Right yeah, there. but happy eighth anniversary to Amazing. take care. Yeah. Happy 8th anniversary to me exploring the dating landscape and What's getting with my main love. What's your favorite song for that? Oh, take care? Oh, easily. Uh, Shot for me. Shot over my dead Shot body. The over, ride. My, no, over my dead body. Uh, good ones Here. go. The second half of What's that. Like, oh, Lord knows that verse. One of the top five Drake verses I verse think it's career. the whole project for him. Hey, it changed my life. You know what I'm saying? I could go on the ride. Underground Kings. I mean, it go on for days. I don't really like the model like that. But but either way, man, Omega, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. So informative. So refreshing to get a new voice in the room. Please check out... Please check out Omega's latest project. Please let the folks know where they can find it. Please let the folks know where they can find you. Yes. Before the Sunsets is out everywhere. Literally, Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, everything. I'm trying to get on some of those Spotify playlists. Let's put it into the universe. 
Um, I have like a mini little tour coming up. Ooh, um, I will be in Baltimore, nice. Detroit, Ooh. Canada, which I'm excited about. So, so I'm gonna go see my man. So I'm gonna perform, and then we're gonna meet up and go to the studio. I will Facetime you, and That's we'll right. have a little conversation. Right. You know, so right. catch me there. There will be more details on my Instagram. You can follow me at Everything Omega That's on right. everything. I made it really simple and easy. Yeah. And yeah, just stay tuned for more. I'm excited. I'm excited that you guys listen to the project. Yeah. And hopefully the next time I see you guys, you'll have another favorite. That's right. Right? Yes, we Let's will. Don't worry about that. Base. <laughs> Base. And we gotta have man. some vegan soul food. That's like my new thing. I want Vegan soul food? Yeah. I'm coming back with vegan soul food. Vegan soul food? Look, I'm, I'm trying to... I need to know. Is it really... Is it really... No. Cool? I'm... I'll be seeing... I'll be seeing shit like vegan oxtail online. I'll be looking at I'm like... No. See, let me tell you. I was I was disappointed in the oxtails. But now nah, it hits. I'm telling you. I'm telling hey, Omega. you. I got y'all. I, I like you. I like you, and I respect you. No, I started. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, hap- it's gonna happen. And the word, it. and the word, is SpongeBob. All right, I'm right. But but seriously, thank you so much for coming thank on the show, you. man. Uh, again, make sure you're following us on social media at Foresight Pod. Again, make sure you're streaming us Apple Podcasts. Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Read our work on Medium.com slash at Foresight Rights. Episode 100 coming soon, and it's definitely will be here. And as we always say, man, for the guys up top, for the guys down low, you already know how we're rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. Talk to you next time.